You're listening to the Unreasonable Fridays Podcast Network. We can um, talk about that. And I think Kevin Samuels is dead. Yep, Atlanta PD confirmed he died from poor health. Who is that? Um, the misogynist, uh, the, the misogynist uh, chieftain person. I don't know how to describe him. Um, he's the one that I don't know. There's so many of them now. He's like a warlord, a misogynist warlord. Like, what do you, how do you describe him? Besides that's dead, actually, that's that's a that's a good way to describe it. Yeah. Like, like a literal warlord, like. Like kind of yeah, like he's like he's like the he's like the spear of all these um these men who have all these relationship advice and all these constant critique of black women is like he's the he's the tip of the spear, the Superman of the Justice League type of misogynist if that makes sense. So a lot of people look a lot of dudes look up to him, and uh, now he's dead. So fuck him. But like I said, I have terrible like. I've got nothing but, like, fuck Dylan Brooks. Um, oh yeah, we, you you can you can ask that question. Um, as a so when you are five and six feet away from a play and a guy is already halfway up to the rim, the only way you can prevent him from scoring is by injuring that man, right? So you have two options: you can either injure him or let him do what lay. They used to do in the '90s and just like hug him in midair and tell him to shoot his free throws. Right, but like even if, if you can, if you can't get to the hug, right? That's what I mean. It's like what's happening now is, and I see this happening now is that players are flying by on players who are at full speed, and they have no business attempting it. They're making like these weird, like non-ball swipes, and they're hitting and they're knocking the person off balance and fucking them up. And I'm like, the whole idea, like, there are only three players in the league that can make that play. They turn around, like all of a sudden there's a man up halfway to the rim, six feet away from him, and turn and make that play. Just three of them. And I think two of them are in the playoffs now. That's it. Everyone else is just going to injure that person. Am I wrong? Because I keep hearing people being like, yeah, you know, he was just playing defense. And I was like, if you think, if this is how you play basketball, your reliability, am I Am I crazy for thinking this? No. No. Okay. No, you're not. Okay. Also, it also doesn't help that it's Dylan Brooks. Right? I mean, here's a, it's what I mean by people who have no business attempting that play because it doesn't look like defense. It doesn't look like a defensive play you can make to attempt to make, if that makes sense. Like, Giannis could make that play or attempt to in such a way where he just put Peyton on his ass and might actually tip the layup because he's Giannis mountain mountain of a man all that stuff most players most humans can't make that play I see it happening more and more I see it happening in the park I see it happening in the gym I see it happening in the NBA especially when games that matter and I I I I have very strong feelings about it and I'm like I play that play should be that play is the basketball equivalent of the um, run to the corner of the end zone in football, where because you are 90% more likely to get injured trying to score in this instance, as long as you touch that orange pylon, you score because it, you are because of the cost of the play. They're like they've now simplified it. You touch this pylon, you score because 20 niggas are diving into your ribcage trying to keep you from going forward. 
you might get hurt. Lots of players do, but they score. It's automatic. I think basketball should adopt something like that. If you feel compelled to try and th- try and make that play, and you fuck up, it's automatic basket and like possession. Just like it's like almost like a variant on the clear path foul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it should be an automatic basket. Like if you do that, if you think if you if you're coming across six seven feet away from the play and somebody's already in midair and you you're out of position, you're not blind, you're not, you can't do anything but injure the guy, then, um, no, that's automatic two points and possession of the ball and a flagrant foul. It should be all of it. That's how that should happen. You saw the mass player, um, got, he got, he got put on a, he got dunked on the back of his head because, um, Jamel McGee tried to do the same shit to him. Yeah. Yeah. He fell on the back of his head. It's like, dude, we need to cut that shit out. I get it. We just, because of all this space, we have a lot of players flying to the rim real real smooth but that's not that's not it doesn't work it doesn't work it doesn't work you can't defend they got to give it up and i know it looks bad but what are you supposed to do if all you can do is injure the guy that's not even it's not even like you said the hug fouls from back in the day yeah guy would literally wrap you up wrap both arms up and you would he would just bring you to the ground and you know that was it i know i know that play i would I i don't mind that play it's just the guys are coming in so hot. It's kind of like wide receivers coming across the middle of the field in football. Like the guys are coming in so much hotter now that sometimes that play's not on the table. And you just got to give up. But it's fuck Dylan Brooks. It's fuck Dave Chappelle. It's fuck Kevin Samuels. And um, anyway, we can start the show. Everybody good? <laughs> We're good. Let's go. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Ad Space. I'm your host, Aaron Rand Freeman. And with me, I have my co-host, the magnificent person of many talents. Elise Bacon Bacon, how are you? Hello! I'm fine, and I am here with my co-co-co-host, Justin. How's it going? Podcast. How's it going? How's it going? Good. I completely forgot your podcast name. <laughs> it happens. I mean, to be fair, the last official episode was over a year ago. So I don't give it a happens. fuck. I don't give a fuck. I treat that shit like a Super Bowl ring. If you had right. a show, you are. If you win a Super Bowl, you are a Super Bowl champion until you die, and then you sit with Super Bowl champion on the tombstone. So no, you are the host of the Three Fifths Podcast. It doesn't matter oh, when yeah, the last always. episode. It doesn't matter when the last episode was. The Three Fifths Pod will always have a special place in my heart. I, I say it like it's never coming back. It, Eric and Bree had a baby, so at, as someone that also had a baby, I understand. Um, baby, it helps that when Baby J was born, Tiff was not an active part of the show. But when both parents are also active parts of the show, it makes recording difficult. So wait, 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 wait. Important question: Is this a COVID baby? No, this is not a wait. Actually. My condolences. <laughs> no, no. I think. No, actually, no, this, this is COVID, baby. Yes, yeah, COVID. I'm, baby. Like... <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm so sorry for the next three years of your life. <laughs> I mean, the, baby Peppers. I actually got to, to, to visit the baby when I did my Texas trip. Baby is adorable. Baby is cute. 
course baby, baby is adorable and baby is cute. It's also it, it's the great thing. It's the great thing of I can give baby back. So I, I, I'm not there 24 seven with baby and baby is not keeping me up at night. So. Right. You say that like you don't actively want to be there. I mean, that's also that's, <laughs> that's for another day. Discussion for another day. But today we're here to talk things and things to be talked about. All right, so it's NBA playoffs. I've I've already been on the Dylan Brooks agenda. The the way we treat Draymond is how we should treat Dylan Brooks. Yep. Um like Dylan Brooks is the player people think Draymond is. Like Dr- Yeah. Warriors fan, you understand why Draymond has this reputation. It's not because he's a dirty player. It's because he was on that Chris Paul shit for a while. Right. He's, um, uh, he gets into it. Um, and also, yeah, he gets into it. And once it starts, it doesn't stop. And that's it. This is just, he's, a, he's, a, he's an NBA player with a reputation. So as yeah. a result, anything he does will be judged by his reputation. So I just, it, I know the story, and like I said, I used to be a Knicks fan growing up. The whole team were the reputation, <laughs> so I so I understood. Even though I'm just, yeah, a whole team with a reputation. So yeah, yeah. And before we we started, uh, we were talking about Dylan Brooks's wildly reckless, like I best case scenario it's just wildly reckless and he broke gary payton jr or gary payton the second gary payton jr's elbow i uh that's the, that's the that's that is the most generous interpretation of what happened yeah i was telling someone that it's not like because some people are like you know the people get mean-spirited they're like fuck dylan brooks the person i'm like fuck dylan brooks the person he's probably a stone cold delight i think that's a fucked play that play in basketball is fucked and happens more because we have more guys operating in more space. The same reason why we're seeing more receivers, we, despite all the protections, we're seeing more receivers in football get concussed going across the middle of the field because it's just more space for them, running around faster, same thing in basketball. So the type of play, we need to do something about that type of play the same way we did something about the clear about people jamming people up on breakaways. So, yeah, it's... um very problematic and uh yeah yeah fuck dylan brooks <laughs> yeah i don't even know what that means but i love hearing basketball uh, trash talk D- dylan brooks dylan brooks is a scumbag for the grizzlies the warriors are playing the grizzlies um he uh broke gary pa- gary payton the second the gary payton boys um elbow on a play where gary payton was pretty much about halfway to the rim about to lay it in and then he decided that um he was going to try and play defense but mostly just took a swing to the top of Gary Payton's head on his way up and knock Gary Payton down, and he braced himself on pretty much all of his weight on one arm. Um, he just broke it. It didn't... It It looked bad. Of course, they showed it about 19 times. And, um, yeah, he um, got ejected, and uh, he got suspended, actually, for Game 3. And Right. And I just generally hate the play. I hate that type of play. I, I It should be... Um, it should be overpunished because it's not really an intent play. Like, I don't really know the player who did it. I think you should be deterred from a thinking you can do it unless you can actually do it. Like, a chase down block is magical. You know what I mean? Like, looking at Giannis coming from out of your screen and leap from the dotted line and cover all the ground that so many other humans think they can cover 
and either the person lays it in and narrowly lays it in or gets a shot blocked, but there are only a handful of humans that are capable of doing that, making that defensive play and recovery. Otherwise, you just have to injure the person. And that doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter what kind of person you are. If you are trying to make that play, your chances of injuring the person versus actually defending the basket successfully skyrocket. So it's bad. Fuck Dylan Brooks, though, because I'm full of venom today, and I'm tired of it. The only player that can stay in front of John Morant got his elbow broken by an asshole. Great. The Warriors literally lost to one person. It was like two. It was like a game of 2K. Just looking at one dude dribble with one guy every play. <laughs> Have it worked out for him. I fucking hate it. Thanks. Yelp. Yeah. Yelp. And it sucks that that's probably gonna flip the series um but we should you can take comfort in knowing that phoenix will sweep them in the finals well um finals listen i'm I'm rooting for warriors warriors um heat um the heat and the bucks in that order we cannot allow the grizzlies cannot be allowed to succeed anymore and the celtics are no longer allowed to succeed no matter how many players on the celtics i like um, I they are not allowed to succeed. Nothing from Boston is allowed to succeed ever. And um, yeah, and um, and it's a shame. Um, Doc Rivers had Joel Embiid in a game where they were up by thirty, and he got his face broken. And now we have to look at uh, James Harden. Um, an un, uh, harsh decline, Har- un- unfortunate harsh decline. Like I said, I'm not going to make this a sports show. But yes, um, Warriors can still win, but if they don't, Phoenix should do away with them. So yes, one or the other. Something's got to give. Fuck the Grizzlies. Please, you don't have a lot of time, Justin. We need to use it wisely. This isn't wise use of your time. I I think this is fair use of my time. We're using my talents, but okay. We have Elon Musk. We have Twitter. We have the Purchase. I am not here to talk about what the hellscape of Twitter will look like with Elon Musk in charge. We've already seen some sort of uh, the ramifications of that. He's not even in charge yet, and already people are feeling emboldened to return. Bots are beginning to come back. Russian bots are beginning to return in mass um, because they feel empowered to do so with this potential purchase. The purchase hasn't gone through yet. What I want to talk about is the potential that this might not happen. So, for this purchase to happen, Elon Musk has to have a certain portion of the $44 billion liquid. Right? Reuters has several reports. When the, when the news was first announced, they had several reports saying, Hey guys, there's a good chance Elon Musk won't have the assets to do this. Hmm. And the investors, Wall Street, the people, basically, all right, so Wall Street speculating on Wall Street stock prices, it's basically the guy at Vegas betting on blackjack. They're reading the cards, they're counting the cards, they think they have an idea of what's going to happen next, but in the end, it's it's all gambling, right? It just so happens that this portion, that this kind of gambling is the foundation of the American economy right now. (laughs) So, that's not scary at all. Anyways, those people, when that announcement was made, you would think that someone of Elon Musk's profile, not, I'm not saying business acumen, I'm not saying brilliance, I'm saying profile. Elon Musk is 
well-known and he is known as the world's richest man, right? You would think that that would cause the price of Twitter to go up. It went no, down. No, because Twitter doesn't want it. Nobody wants it. Well, so that's the other thing. Tw- the, the people in charge of Twitter don't want to sell to Elon because he's an asshole. But the people that speculate on these things said, oh, this is going to either end terribly or he's not going to do it, which is going to make Twitter look worse. Hmm. So the price started going down. Now, he has he's recently made some pitches to some banks where he said, hey, I can just start monetizing tweets. It's fine. I don't I don't think it's that cut and dry. Um, and he he was able to get thirteen billion dry, dollars. Otherwise, Twitter wouldn't have been trying to sell Twitter for like seven years. Right. So apparently he was able to secure thirteen billion dollars in loans, and he has to come up with the other uh, I think it's the other twelve point five billion liquid himself. And that's what he's trying to do now. He has five months as of this recording to do so. So just something to keep in mind, because this is not this would not be the first big deal that Elon Musk has backed out of. That's the other reason why Wall Street was like, yo, this might not be a good idea. Also, Twitter is active, like actively doing everything to fight this, which I was not anticipating at all. Well, yeah, it's one thing for rich people to bully poor people. But billionaires fighting it doesn't matter if you're the richest billionaire if they don't respect you they're gonna be like yeah fuck you i don't care to loop this background full circle to sports there are certain owners within sports they're all billionaires right but certain owners don't respect each other dan snyder is the perfect example dan snyder is what the old money would call new money he made his money in the dot-com era and cashed out and all that old money that owns the football teams your legacy families like jerry jones comes from oil money um, the Mora family, the Arisays, mm. right? They don't respect him because they're like, you're just new money. I don't care. He could be worth more than them and they don't respect him. And that that drives people like Elon Musk and Dan Snyder crazy because they've been taught money equals respect. Yeah, no. And the way American capitalism is set up, that's the lie that they tell the underclass to get them to work hard. Because if you work hard and pull yourself up by the bootstraps, you too can be Warren Buffett. <laughs> even if you get to Warren Buffett status, though, you're still just going to look at you as not even talking about us because you're, you're always just being a nigga in the coop. But even other white people, they look at like, I mean, you're just trailer trash. It doesn't matter. I don't respect you. It's all for nothing. Yeah, they they like... Like, um, unless you've got that money for three generations, like, they do not fuck with you. Did you right. even sell slaves, bro? I mean, I, right. yeah, no, you, you joke, <laughs> but yes, like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a, it is a thing. Like, this is, it's a, they basically treat the dot, it's really, so it's pretty funny because, like, the oil barons used to be, like, new money. And now they treat like the dot com folks the exact same way they got treated. <laughs> <laughs> like it's literally the exact same, and it's really funny. Um, the annoying thing with Musk is like people think like he's like they they talk about him like he's like really smart and like 
a great businessman and I'm like he's just or he they say he's also just like really funny and has a good personality and I'm like no he just uh, has money did he did he replace his Donald daddy Trump? his daddy has money that's what it is like his daddy owned the diamond mines did he replace Donald Trump as the mythological rich person Americans like uh he's always been the mythological specifically because he's socially awkward and like not actually good at anything he's like the perfect placeholder of like what like he's a perfect placeholder for like but look at that guy that guy is actually like me no he's not because he was born with money but they're like that's that's me with money They're like, that is right there. That's me with money. And I'm like, so you're garbage? I mean, having the freedom to have had the freedom to be garbage seems to be the American white male ideal. That's exactly it, yes. To be as average or below average as they can with while getting away with it. That seems to be the goal. So Yes. Yes. I was just checking. Okay, because I, I growing up. There was a lot. We treated Donald Trump, in at least in New York, we treated Donald Trump the way Americans treat Elon Musk. Where well, yeah, it, it, th- there's always that rich, rich American, air quotes American, that the zeitgeist latches onto because they embody the American ideals. Never mind the fact that the people that actually embody the American ideals, the, the two examples I go to are Cardi B and the Williams sisters. They're actually American dream stories of pulling themselves up by their bootstraps and becoming wildly successful through their hard work, dedication, and incredible talents. Yeah. But those aren't America. What's America is Donald Trump and Elon Musk, and Elon Musk will be that until people get to know him. And as people are starting to get to know him, you realize that a certain sector of America has latched onto him, that same sector that has latched onto Donald Trump. And because Elon Musk is a person that craves validation, he is leaning all into the Ayn Rand tech bro. persona because deep down he and like you don't even need you don't need a psychiatry degree to figure this out just watch the dudes get down he's the he is saying mommy daddy look at me not like literally mommy daddy look at me but look at me respect me he's the kid he's we all went to high school with this kid there's a kid in high school that shows up with the fancy shoes the fancy clothes dripped out and has the personality of a paper bag and they wonder why they always get stuffed into a locker that's Elon Musk. Fuck Elon Musk. Yeah. It's fuck Elon Musk too. We're just throwing him on the pile. We're just throwing him on the pile today. He's just the worst. I hate him. But like, I was not expecting like Twitter to have like immediate strategies to make this like the most painful like hostile takeover ever. Yeah, I didn't think that the um, I didn't, I never thought I'd see the and limit to American greed at any point ever. Because like at some point, even when it comes to hostile takeovers, they're like, okay, fine, here's here's the thing, right? Because at some like point, we, you're, you're, like like to the point that we don't even like hear about them as hostile takeovers. It's just X company bought this X company, and it's like sounds like it was like a mutually beneficial agreement right. and both parties agreed to it and it wasn't actually like no this big company actually like forcibly went nom, 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 nom. um 
But like they literally tried it, and Twitter's like, no. Yeah. He's just like, you know, the I'm gonna buy nine percent of your shares, and Twitter's like, okay, well, you can be a member of the, you can like be the board lead if it if you agree to not take over the company. But you have to write the sign this formal agreement. Milan's like, no, never mind. Let me back off. Yeah. And then they use a poison pill strategy immediately, <laughs> which is usually like a last resort. And they're like, no, do it. <laughs> it not expecting it. So now Elon has to go bribe investors. And now they're like, yeah, well, okay, fine. We will sell if you give us cash. <laughs> and now, again, this is, he has six months to do. Well, in April, he had six months to do this. We'll see, because these deals normally, for someone of his access, these deals don't take that long. Also, so, and like specifically, Tesla's stocks have just been tanking. Yeah. Uh, now, I wanted to. I, what? Now my my first my first my first assumption is this because he's about to dump so much money into something that doesn't make nearly as much as he's spending. It doesn't make any money. Right. Twitter specifically does not make money, which right. is why they've been trying to sell it for, like, years. Right. He overspent for that by a, a huge amount to the point where I assume it makes him look, it makes him look, like, it makes him look worse <laughs> in the eyes of the people who dictate these things is, am I on the right path? Because it just looks like a response to him throwing away, literally setting billions of dollars on fire or trying to for That's no reason. That's part of it. The other part is China produces over half of Tesla's vehicles. Oh. So it's a twofold fear here. Fear one, China could effectively hold Tesla hostage if Musk doesn't, if a Musk owned Twitter does not cooperate with China. Oh. That's fear one. Fear two, related to fear one, Musk could alienate his Chinese manufacturing base, which would cripple Tesla's capabilities. Hmm. So, good luck, buddy. I'm I'm rooting I'm rooting for Twitter. It always bugs me when, like, I feel like if we gave Justin Elon Musk's resources, then we'd be in a bit. Like, it's just like, I'm just like. I mean, yeah. The wrong, it's always glaring how the wrong people have the wrong resources. And if I ever had the Infinity Gauntlet, that would be the first thing I'd do, which is properly allocate resources just overnight. Well, the last thing on, on this there's a reason why the wrong people always have the resources. It's because what did they do to get those resources? Hmm. Own a diamond mine in Africa. There you go. Right. Like that. There is no such thing as an ethical billionaire. And as AOC's former policy guy uh, says, and this, this is the ethos. Like my politics can be boiled down at its core to this statement. Every billionaire is a policy failure. Not that they are bad people, but it is a failure of institutional policy to allow them to exist because we did not properly extract the wealth from them and redistribute it to the people. That is my politics in a nutshell. Taxes. 
90% of America's problems can be solved with taxes. It's not hard, guys. It's not! Yeah, but, I mean, we've, I mean, we've spent, like, this country has spent, like, forever built on the idea that, like, taxes are bad. And now, I'm not gonna lie, the tax system in my state makes me almost sound like a Republican because I do not fuck up any fucking more taxes. <laughs> right. That's why I say taxes, the right people, right? Like, the way these states make money stop me if you've heard this before places with high police presence your chicago's your georgia's your florida's your new york's your texas's your baltimore maryland's the police department functions as tax collectors right over like a result of over policing is fines and those fines get pulled back into the state they're effectively it is effectively a black tax on those areas to get the money back that they aren't getting from the upper crust they should be getting because the money's got to come from somewhere it's not coming from the oligarchs it's coming from yo black ass that's why black people that's one reason why black people are over policed it's to create a cheap labor force and incarceration and to also have a steady stream of income through fines and over policing there's actually a great book uh, it's just got turned into an HBO series. We own this city about a, a police department or about a, a task force in the Baltimore PD that was effectively a protection racket. Where they fucked up was they weren't kicking the money back up to the state. They were pocketing it themselves, and that's how the feds got involved. Yup. I need to watch that show, by the way. Thank exactly. you for reminding uh, yeah. me. Oh, it's so, it's so good. Um, I'm already upset because white people are saying it's the sequel to the wire and i'm like you've missed the point of the wire if that's what you think right this is uh i can uh in they usually miss the point about everything and uh, yes 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 they did also also i find white people bring up the wire a lot like that's the that's one it's very it's very anything in baltimore will make white people think of The Wire immediately. That's the white people program that they've all watched front to back. I would say that's that's New Roots, The Wire. Oh, no. It is. No, like, you it, did not just say it's that. The tr- it's the truth. Like, if, if you ever, because the thing about it, it's the, it's, it's the black show that white people have, for the most part, watched and makes them think about blackness differently. A lot of black shows, they don't process it. But The Wire, you'll have these, like, weird conversations where this white person because they watched the wire on hbo is now trying to get it in record time and growing up that was a conversation white folks had like about roots with my parents you know what i mean and it's like yeah this is there it's it's everything is the wire yes like everything was the everything was roots growing up all all slave movies were roots any any all black crime shows are the wire um as long as it's in the american inner city blackness all white people will go wire like that leonardo dicaprio meme where he's pointing at the tv screen wire the wire i watched that show and god forbid there's a black person nearby because then you got to talk about it or leave but yeah i i usually tell them no, and then walk away. Oh, Justin left, and then Justin left on the cover. Oh yeah, darkness. no, Justin left. I had the chat open. 
Uh, Justin, he can he can leave in the middle of the show. Like he leaves like Batman. He's like two quarters on the di- on the diner table and everything. And like you don't have to like you can just you can just say goodnight like a like a guest on Conan O'Brien. Like you can wave. We can tell you. You can tell everybody about the new movie you got coming out, and you can leave <laughs> and wave, dude. Like it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. He doesn't want to interrupt a good conversation. He's not, he's not interrupting anything. It's just like I said before. It's like Batman. It's 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 now because it's like how Batman is more jarring because he's Batman disappearing. It's not like some. It's not like the person at the party you don't want there. It's, no, it's Batman. We were talking to you, and now you've disappeared. So we're gonna try and institute that next time he is on the program. We're gonna have him actually do a formal exit. You can tell us about. <laughs> Tell us about things. I need to know this stuff. Yeah, we'll have to. We'll have to have him. What else was on the docket? Oh yeah, we've got. Did we talk about PVP? No, I think I talked about PVP on the Patreon thing. Uh, the Final Fantasy PVP. Oh my god, I'm diamond tier now. Yeah, I enjoy what? this quite a bit. It's been. Final Fantasy just had a their patch 6.1 update, which is great. And it had new ultimate, which is like super hardcore rate of nonsense. There's also like some drama around it because it looks like that somebody from the US side of Squeenix actually leaked um uh information about the fights and it could have gone to the, like some of the world first progress so that's kind of interesting i'm like nani um i'm gonna find out that that's all rumor mill and i'm like oh interesting oh, someone's yeah. gonna get fired um oh, you guys have a uh, you guys have raid races too yes we have world firsts oh, okay i didn't know that i should uh, watch that but anyway we just got the world first on the ultimate i want to say like today's thursday when's it tuesday I want to say it happened on Tuesday. They got the world first clear. I know the first two of them. And they released the videos after the third after the third one. Right. And so after the top three are out, then they released they'll release like the like the videos of um those folks who did it. I don't think any of the streamers have cleared. Ah. Uh, that's interesting. Really? Yeah, so there's like so there's like a lot of like world first proggers that don't stream. Huh. They um, they will like they'll record it all, but they won't they won't release it out of like courtesy. Um, that's what happened in uh, Destiny. Um, the team that's gotten world first the last two years were actually a team that got world first before, and they were not on video. They a bunch of them became popular because of being world first, but they were just a bunch of guys that just did the raid in record time and everyone was like who what and then it was revealed they're actually the best group of players best group of pve players in destiny but um please continue yeah so um uh and i and squeenix always like makes sure to like confirm like the world's first etc and then after that the vods get released um they also added new main story quest stuff which will lead into um uh they'll do like a lot of like new world first stuff that'll lead into basically um 
What the fuck was I saying? I lost. Yeah, new main story stuff that'll lead into the next expansion that'll come out, which is going to be 7.1. Um, so that's going to be a thing. And so far, it's great. I'm, like, really excited. There, there's a new Alliance raid that got released, which is a 24-person. It's really interesting, and I'm excited to see where it's going. Like, I have so many questions. And I'm like, give me more content now. Also, the the gear from it is great and diable. I'm very excited about that. And the most important part of that update was they completely revamped the PvP system, like entirely. All abilities are completely revamped. I've been waiting for this revamp. And I am personally having a shit ton of fun with it. There's definitely still some bugs. Um they also did some hot fixes recently. some like quick hot fixes on it which was super necessary um it was it's just really good content um the new the new mode is called crystalline conflict it is literally a payload map uh there's three different three three i say there's three or four different actual maps for it right no it's it's three yes three and it's just you push the crystal the crystal's the payload and you push it to the other side you defend the crystal you fight on the crystal you use your broken ass skills on each other um everybody has over the top abilities and each lip like each class has like a limit break and each limit break is now geared towards each individual job so and does different things so it's it's really it really it's really cool to me because it feels more personalized right um like i i have been playing straight machinist um because i it's just really fun machinist specifically is particularly extra fun for me i've been meaning to try other classes monk is great it's really hard to use though to it's hard to be good at monk um but i'm still having fun and like i genuinely enjoy playing machinist uh, that shit cracks me the fuck up is machinist where you produce the 50 caliber yeah the machinist is where you're supposed to produce the 50 caliber <laughs> the machinist limit break it um is like 50 so like the basically max targeting range um it which is like 50 yams in game which is i guess like you can uh the kind of equate it yams to like yards but like it's like max targeting range uh which is really far in in like these small maps it's just far period and it's like a thirty-six thousand potency attack which is basically it does a little just just a smidge over half your health so if you're if you're at like 50 percent or less and you get uh you get hit with marksman spite which is the limit break name you will die unless you have like defensive cooldowns on we don't talk enough as a lay person i'll always and i didn't tell you this specifically i have a very very soft spot for firearms in high fantasy <laughs> um i when when people when there is a world of fairies and elves of werewolves and various other creatures myth and legend and one of them produces a 50 caliber sniper <laughs> rifle 
and puts around in another creature of myth and legend. I mark the fuck out every time. Like, Bacon's been sending me clips for about two weeks, and I love to get, like, I could watch that all day. I just have a soft spot for this just classic weaponry in that type of shit. That and um, old weapons in, in sci-fi settings, like an old Remington shotgun in, like, a sci-fi setting. But anyway, yes. I it's a soft spot. It's the best thing in the world. I I understand you're talking about it on a technical way for people who are interested in MMOs who play Final Fantasy, listen to the show, all that stuff. But understand that tiny, tiny character because you're a Lollafell produces a massive sniper rifle and levels it. And my favorite bit is that the people know it's coming and try to leave. Like they understand what's coming. It's like the end of it. It's like the end of an episode of Sailor Moon. At some point, the cinema, the cinematics begin, and and there's nothing you can do about it. And it's just like four or five seconds of this canned series of moves and animations, and then the person just dies wherever they happen to be on the level. And then they're fleeing. It's great because sometimes they'll be like around the corner. They'll be through. They'll be. They'll try. They. They would have gotten what is ostensibly cover, and nah. So the way. So there's this thing, and you get used to it as you play the game. It's called like snap. It's called snapshotting, where it's basically a mechanic resolves before the animation is done. Oh, I understand. Yeah, and so like the server has the information before like you see everything so like what happens is is like mark's marksman's spite has a specifically long animation lock on it it is a long dramatic animation lock it does make the person who's using it vulnerable um but it also resolves like before the like the animation is done like the way it works out is like yeah, you pull out <laughs> you pull out a sniper rifle. There's a little marksman target that shows up on the person you're using it on. Once that locks in and it like it'll literally like expand and shrink like it does like the little lock-in animation. Once that once it has the lock-in animation on your enemy, it is you are done. It's it's just like so like we we um somebody was saying that it works just like a tank buster so like the way tank busters work is like a tank buster is like a massive massive hit the boss will do on the tank that like just destroys their health um so like the way it is is like there'll be a cast bar with like here is the incoming attack and there's like a big boss animation at the same time you need to use whatever abilities you want about a third of the way through that cast bar because otherwise it's over you missed it and it's and this works exactly the same way so people would be like i'm going around the corner and i'm like goodbye goodbye now goodbye 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 now producing a high-powered sniper rifle uh my favorite was when i when it goes off right before they um pick up a health potion on the ground (laughs) <laughs> sent you some videos of that and they and they always and it looks like and it i'm just i'm sorry but it's just because there's no ragdoll so it's not like they get ragdolled out they all go ah! and then they follow <laughs> <laughs> uh the thing that cracks me up is my pvp gear specifically 
right. my PvP gear is like this little jersey, like like fuck, what are the? It's a varsity jacket essentially. I have like this little varsity jacket, shorts, um, moccasin boots. Uh, sorry, like you know those white girl boots that have like the frayed ends at the very top of them, like the ankle boots. Uh, yes. Yeah, so I have those because like they crack me up that they put those in this game. Well, they're like Uggs, aren't they? Or something? They're not. No, they're not like bugs. They're not like Uggs. They're uh, they're they're ba- They're very clearly stylized after like um uh, a variety of cultures, but they're literally like leather boots that generally come up half of half half of your calf, and then they have like frayed like designer ends on them that just like hang down and are decorative. Hmm. So like uh, uh have my Lala wearing those and then I have them with these big floppy fox ears. Right. And then the fox ears bounce whenever I move. So you just see like this cute little thing with like fox ears just bouncing around 50 cal. All right. And it's the, it's the exact reasonable response people have to if that produced a 50 caliber sniper rifle, like in a crowd of people doing anything. You're playing like foosball in the Trader Joe's parking lot. It's like, oh, shit, that tiny thing is produced a sniper rifle. Everyone get down. Gun! Gun! You got a gun! Oh. Lore-wise, it's actually pretty good because like machinists are basically like engineers. Right. So like the guns are like made there's a whole engineer company that specifically makes them and they like um they're also like etherically charged. So like think of like aether is kind of like mana or magic. So they're also like you charge your gun and then you shoot bullets from gun. But you also have a bunch of tools like a flamethrower. I mean, you don't have the flamethrower in PvP, but you have that. That's a PvE thing. But you do have, like, this thing called Bioblaster where you just, like, pull out this giant, like, steampunk-looking machine, like, steampunk-looking, like, gun-type thing. And instead of, like, flamethrower fire, it's biochemical warfare. Right. (laughs) And that's the thing, is that usually high fantasy has a gun-like thing. Very rarely do you produce a classic idea of a gun, like just, just the Glock. Like there's no, there's no scientific, there's no visual storytelling, there's no lore. This is a Glock here. I bought it from the pawn shop on the corner, and here I am with it. And um, yes, that is hilarious. I mean, I mean, they definitely like one of the relics is a fucking Tommy gun. But it's like it, it's, it's. I'm like they have so many funny gun models. Like I don't like a lot of the guns in the game. I think they they look terrible. Um, but one of my favorites is like, uh, it's very clearly a very Western pistol. Like a six shooter. Yeah, it Man. is. It is absolutely a six shooter. Like, but the kind that the sheriff has. A big long magnum, like uh, with the in in Western movies, like if Clint Eastwood was the sheriff. Ah, the big long, yeah, the long revolver, the long, uh, yeah, okay, so, long barrel revolver, yes. Yeah, they have they have one of those, and it's like silver with like a blue handle, and it's 
the it, it's a if you get the the uh there's like a glowy version of it and the glowy version has like a whole like a blue white like holy glow on it right uh that's like one of my favorite bottles <laughs> i just look at it and i'm like this is a fucking western gun <laughs> Like it's not even like it's not even like real. It's just like a movie prop. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that one, they've got like I, I really like that one. That one's like one of my favorites. Um, oh, one of the newer abilities with the Endwalker, like they changed one of the abilities to. It's called scatter shot. Now it's called scatter gun. Nigga, you pull out a shotgun. Now is it like one of those classic like anti zombie Remington shotguns? Uh, uh, I'll have to show you a picture. It's very. I took some very menacing menacing pictures now, of my. A shoddy um, is a shoddy is a shoddy. I understand pulling oh, one it's out. It's a very nice looking shoddy. All right. Like the Doom double barrel, like, like icon- is... a little iconic action going on there. Um, uh... either way, you play as a Lalafell, a very, very. I tiny... did. There is, a, there is a there is a relic that is a double barrel shotgun, actually. Which I'm gonna I'm gonna send it to you via the bookface chat because our we do not have a system yet that will let me share pictures. I mean, we we could. I would. I we would. We're gonna. To... We're gonna. You know what? We're gonna move to Microsoft Teams. I never thought that. I, listen, we're gonna we're gonna have this rant right now. I mean, Teams. Or... Is, I mean, Teams is better. I just don't like change because I'm old. Teams is better for what we're doing for this program yet. Just objectively. Uh, listen, if you had ever told me that I was going to move from fucking uh, Google, like move my stuff away from Google, Google, I would have told you you were out of your goddamn mind. You can tell I've been playing so much Final Fantasy because I said Moogle instead of Google. Yes. Um. You like I would have told you you are completely out of your damn mind. It'd be like never is trash except for like all of the Google peripherals right now are garbage. Yeah, like, they've all taken a bit of a header all at once. The Google the Google Suite has taken a header really just all at the same time. And it's so bad. And like I don't understand why. They separated. Like I, they separated a lot of its modules from itself from each other, and then all of them suffered as a result. Or maybe the timing was bad, or something. Like Google separated a lot of things were available at once, and now they are not. And uh, they've all gotten worse. Either the timing is bad, or they all got worse away from each other. But either way, um, it's a bad time right this second. like the only thing i use google for occasionally is because like my my microsoft edge search engine hasn't picked up my algorithms yet or my search algorithms yet so it just it just hasn't learned what i need right so like i'll do the i'll do the searches and be like okay this isn't the right information and then i'll i'll have to move over to google but like i'm even like 
nuking some of my emails. Like it's just, I, it is just like becoming obnoxious to use. And Chrome is such a pain in the ass now. Yes. Uh, yeah. I, at my work computer, I use edge and um, I also have like the task manager up and the CPU resource resources visually just on my screen for seven hours a day. So now I see exactly how much Chrome is doing and how much everything else is not. <laughs> Comparatively, having a, a browser take up 1%, that was a very, very tiny process, a very, very tiny uh, CPU footprint. Absolutely. Yeah, like I said, when you say teams, we both groan, but we understand what it is. We're just mostly lazy. <laughs> I just I hate it. I hate it here. I don't want to change either. But like the thing I hate more than change is inefficiency. Yeah, no. Google is uh the Google suite is now officially a mess across the board. It's so bad. Yeah. I just I hate it here. I knew something was I, I, I knew something was wrong when I saw what happened to Google Meet because Google Meet had a sweet spot and then walked it all the way back. There was a point when Google Meet had really good high quality you had to pay for it, but you got really good high quality video conferencing and things for a minute. And then they just kind of rolled everything back and they were like, Yeah, fuck it. Who uses video conferencing anyway? Am I right? Anywho, fuck it and you. Like, and right. I'm like me. me. I use video conferencing. Motherfucker, we We pay. Like above all else, we pay. And I don't pay for Discord. And Discord is gobs better. Gobs better. So hey, uh, if you look in the um, the podcast uh, uh, chat, not in. In not in meat because meat still doesn't allow you to share pictures Fuck in it. You, meat. Why the fuck can't you share pictures in it? Um. So if you look at the top, that top picture, the the glowy is that is is the double barrel, <laughs> so, like not sawed off because it's too ornate, but it's basically the same thing. I want you to tweet out the picture of your Lalafell, um on the roster before the match because you're right you're like if you look um it's like if you look at the roster which you're gonna be ha i usually do not like talking about visual things on the radio but it's like i'm a vampire no i'm a vampire i am a wizard i have a gun <laughs> and i have a gun i have a gun i have a gun yeah so okay Final Fantasy also, this is actually really funny. So they actually, this is a very visual thing as well, but like they released these things called adventurer plates. So it's in, the whole thing's in beta right now. So basically like it shows your name, your level, your class, like what grand company you're under. You can select like what your game hours are, which some people have turned into memes because like it's basically like you just select like these little dots and so people have been like doing the like they've been doing like messages in binary or have done like um I think one of was like a fucking despair meme. Like it's just like a lot of just random fucking memes with it. And I'm just like, I you are all nerds. Like beyond the fact that we're playing an MMO level of nerd, like you are all nerds. Um you can also like put like what content you prefer doing, like your top five kinds of content that you participate in 
and um, it'll show like whatever your little profile message is. It also will have a portrait of your character that you can set up and design. Now, when you're also going into Crystalline Conflict, which is, um, it's a it, it's a solo, you, you queue up just one person. You can't like do a custom party and then queue up against people. Um, Final Fantasy has said, no, you can't do that because you have ruined your ability to have nice things. Um, so that is a hot no. Um, however, you can still make like custom matches if you have like 10 people, 10 or more people and you have spectators. Uh, but you can also set up something called like an instant portrait. So when the match starts, it'll show all, it'll show like portraits of your character. And uh, people have that, like the settings for it are extremely limited. There's like a very small number of poses you can do um, or like emotes you can do. There's like us very, it's very curated, very limited. And people still found a way to share new, like to make lewd adventure portraits to the point where like the devs had to come out and be like, you can get banned for this. (laughs) Like, you cannot and i i i have put them into like two different categories of um acceptable uh or like two different categories of like lewd so we have like instagram appropriate level of lewd which is you know like i mean whole, like, I mean- like which is Instagram is like okay, so you're showing you're showing a bit of cheek and some side boob. No, Instagram is the to the decimal point legal amount of ass cheek you can put in a public space for miles. I'm not complaining, but I appreciate the ninety nine point four six seven point nine and a half percent of ass they put people in put on Instagram. That's an aside. Please continue. I'm sending you this these uh, via um, Facebook Messenger to like so you can get an idea. And then there's like Twitter level of lewd. Ah, uh, um, yes, hardcore pornography with a with a thirty percent off Martin Luther King Day sale link attached to it. Listen, <laughs> listen. Oh shit! Thirty um, percent off deals do, are real though. First off, I don't even know how people some people are getting some of these poses. Like, I genuinely don't know. <laughs> I just, like, the, like, so, like, one of them shows, like, the the two Instagram version ones are showing, like, the bending forward with, like, hands, like, on knees to show, like, some side boob. Or, like, you have the hands on the hip with the ass at the camera. And then you have, like, this one person who's, like, basically wearing a Speedo and, like, bending over but has his butt towards the camera and looking between his legs <laughs> and it's like a leopard printed speedo and i'm just like first off how the fuck do you do that <laughs> like bonus points for creativity but how the fuck do you do that and like it was to the point where squeenix was like this is against tos we will ban your account like you will have a three-day ban, et cetera. Like, some people were, like, putting their OnlyFans in, and I'm, like, in, like, the comments, and I'm, like, listen. And, like, granted, those were, like, they're clearly trolling, but it was still, like, y'all. There's there's a level of 
you cannot. So there were a couple weeks of like, you know, skimpy cat girl doing Twitter level poses. Or like you would have people that would be like in speedos, like or like in just like or like wearing uh, either like a speedo, or they would just like cleverly cl- crop their character and like have it so like like there'd be like Moogles covering where nipples might be, like as fake censor- censorship. So it looked uh. like it was like a naked person, but like covered like with Moogles covering the goods. But like you can't you can't do that in this game. Like you can't like be naked naked. So it's really just like innuendo. Like, and I was like, some of them I was just like, okay, that's kind of funny. <laughs> like, I was I was looking at one of them, and there's like this elaborate background scenery behind them. I think they had like Gridania in the behind them, which is a very lush greenery city, and and their sky, and then it shows it shows their dude just like staring off the distance with their hands on their hip, like, ah, like they just walked out on the nude beach and they have like a Moogle, they have their character placed. So the Moogle icon is just like over their lower body. So it just looks like, again, censorship, (laughs) censoring the goods of a naked person. And I'm like, okay, that one's funny. But they screenings definitely came down like immediately with a no. <laughs> so I had to derail there for a second because like I'm like you had to see this. I like that we've come full circle because I'm a person that doesn't necessarily like um nakedness in my stuff, but if you can really get real clever with it, there are two things. There's Twitter which has hardcore pornography plus a coupon code underneath <laughs> both of those things together just in broad daylight on the timeline is fascinating with it's just brute strength and presence and then there's something like this where it's just really really tongue-in-cheek the whole thing is tongue-in-cheek to the point where you allow players to do that and then i'm certain someone someone someone's looking and they're like oh oh dear Oh, oh dear. Oh, oh, okay. All right. And then the Slack message went out and it became a memo that became a thing that we had a meeting and then I... it came down on you guys. So like, could you guys just, just, can you just, can you not, can you not? <laughs> like, it's just like, it's just like, we're not trying to tell you to not, but could you not? <laughs> like, could you please? Like, I, I really bet that they were like, y'all really really but so like if you look at if you look at this so the lineup specifically that i sent um aaron is completely safe for work there's no as we call them limsa cat girls and thought wear um but it's got it's got a ninja in like very like very dark fantasy gear it has a white mage in very casual, uh, basic cat girl wear. Um, we have a dancer again in high fantasy gear. There is the bard is in dark fantasy gear, but is also a meme because it looks like they're just flying in the air. And then there's my Lalafell making a really sassy face. <laughs> <laughs> 
in a varsity varsity jersey that has flames on a varsity jacket that has flames on the sleeves and is wearing fox ears. All right. Because even though that person has an OnlyFan, OnlyFans, you still have a gun. That's it. I, I, I mean, you, no, you I have. don't have an OnlyFans. No, you don't have an OnlyFans. They have an OnlyFans. And you True, have a gun. Yeah. You have and I have fans. a gun. Yeah, I they have, have they have OnlyFans. I have a gun. There you go. That is a meme in and of itself. Leave it to Japan to make, like, an entire gun class and it not feel U.S. gun focused that's been the that is um that is uh, my biggest problem now that is my that is my old man cutoff is um mill sim gum porn stuff is uh that is I, I do not like seeing it i like seeing everyone else's takes on firearms i'm not saying i won't fire them but in a video game but man we've done so much with firearms across the board that we've just kind of left uh, American uh, gun porn, milsim genre specific stuff in the dust. The best looking guns, the best feeling guns, the most entertaining gunplay is all not there. It's all in the space shooters and the strange indie first person shooters and in Final Fantasy. <laughs> To be fair, Final Fantasy Machinist is entirely 100% based off of uh, Edgar from Final Fantasy VI, right down to the tools that are used and the names on the abilities. It is all Final Fantasy VI, which makes my my Final Fantasy nerd brain super happy because I fucking love that nerd, and Edgar is a fucking nerd. <laughs> He's basically a king who's also an engineer and, like, creates all sorts of different tools and contraptions and then, like, uses them on enemies. And he's fucking corny. Like, personality-wise, he's a cornball. Like, entirely. His brother Sabin is the cool one. And Sabin's, Sabin's the martial artist who's, like, super cool has uh definitely has guile hair and just kind of like looks over at his his brother Edgar and is like bro what <laughs> <laughs> what uh, but as you can see there's my shotgun Aaron in the yeah. that that's the that's the that's the attack scatter gun you just fucking pull out a shotgun yes. The shotgun. <laughs> Producer the shotgun. I'm sorry. I just. I'm never going to get over it. All right. But what else? This is making sure that we make sure we get this Final Fantasy stuff out. Or as much as we can before having Justin come on. The program again. I mean, when Justin comes on, we'll talk probably a bit more about PvP. But I like I've just been straight living in there. Uh, uh, white mages and samurais. Samurais specifically and ninjas they just need to die my opinion yeah fuck but, you guys yeah fuck them i just like yeah i don't even ninjas know. with their fucking chain kill ability god yeah, not my existence i don't like that everybody bitches about warriors and i'm like nah i can take a warrior down warriors are not an issue to me let me just like let me just i've got i've got a good arsenal to i'm totally fine against warriors fucking ninjas I mean, in fairness, I feel like that's the problem with g gunmen have in general. 
ninjas have been fucking up gunmen since we've been introduced to the ninja. Inexplicably running around, impossible to hit, and in some cases just cutting the bullets out of the sky. Which them is demoralizing if you're a gunman. They, one of their abilities makes them literally disappear and untarget. Right. And I'm just like, you Right, that's a henchman problem you have right there, where you got your guns out, and then the motherfucker disappears, and you can't aim at the motherfucker. That's a henchman problem. I hate it. I hate it here. So. I hate them. They like to die. There are no me i've i've made it i've made my my way in the ranks from bronze to diamond well, you're an east you're, you're you're an esports person uh, no no you I are have to you're be. a professional you get paid you get paid um by us to play final fantasy you're sponsored by unreasonable fridays you're an esports person okay and e actually athlete considering that y'all have paid my subscription yes right you are an esports person a professional Final fan, and now we got to get you a little jersey. Now we got to get you in. I have a little jersey. jersey. I, I would love a jersey. An unreasonable Fridays. I would. Final Fantasy jersey for you to play Final Fantasy. I fucking too. love a jersey. That would be so great. I would be extremely hyped for that. Huh. Um, like, super, super hyped. Let's see. I swear there was something else. I know there was something else. You mean in Final Fantasy or in life? In podcast topics? Oh, um, that's up. That's on you. I, I, I hot shot here from work. I know nothing except just general post-work misery and uh, just general things that I just don't like. I don't like Dylan Brooks. We had an aside. I don't like Elon Musk. Uh, I don't like Dave Chappelle. He got attacked. You know, you try not to you try not to say fuck that guy when you know you don't need to say it all the time. But fuck that guy. You see that guy attacked him, he got stomped out by Jamie Foxx. It's pretty funny in and of itself. But then he um said it was a trans man, he shouted out it was a trans man when he uh the first thing he said after uh all that everything calmed down he got back on the microphone. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Because I, all I know is he got, he got tackled. Like, what actually uh, happened? A gentleman ran up on him with a fake handgun and tackled him to the ground. Then there, the guy got uh, pulled off him and beaten up pretty soundly. And then when they got separated and Dave got back on the mic, he said, it was a trans man. Which is <gasps> Right. No. Right. Which is why I'm like, I didn't, when I first heard the story. I didn't care, which is why I didn't really talk about it publicly because I didn't want to be like, fuck him, because, you know, I just, it, I got to go to work. <laughs> like, it, I, they, you know, that's fine. I, I, whatever. I, I'll tell you what I'm having for lunch. Then I heard he said that afterwards, and I was just like, of course he did. And now, and because I was initially like, well, fuck him, nothing really changed. <laughs> like I said, the great age of Armageddon brought about by Will Smith is fine by me. Um, the things you say should have consequences all the time. So Dave Chappelle being one of the most highest-paid bullies in American history, um, I don't care what happens to him. Um, And uh, finding out that was his response, which, you know, is why it was fuck Dave Chappelle in the first place. 
Yeah, so that's... I, and, okay, so, like, out of all the stuff, like, I, I, there, so, like, I've seen it across, like, time, Dave Chappelle, but, like, nobody's, like, saying, like, Dave Chappelle's anti-trans, like, like, nothing. Right, it's why I said fuck it, because as soon as anything happened, because I'm, I'm, we're a, we're a bully-loving, boot-licking nation. We love bullies. We love authority. We act like we don't. Absolutely, positively fucking do. And whenever anybody um, fucks around and they find out, we immediately go Pikachu face. And we absolutely adore the possibility of us being able to bully to the point where we will defend and coddle any bully in any field at any time, just in case we get a chance to be the bully. And uh, this is no different. That's why I was like, fuck Dave Chappelle, because when I heard Dave Chappelle's attack, everyone's going to be like, my God, my God, David, are you okay? Fucking stroke his, stroke his, uh, stroke his neck and rub his shoulders and a little, like, little cold spray on him and everything. I'm like, ah, fuck him. He's he can an, go he, fuck himself. He antagonizes people now professionally almost as long as he was a proper comedian that we enjoyed, actually, now that you think about it. I think it's 50-50 now, isn't it? He's been a bully for about the same amount of time he wasn't before he wandered off and came back an asshole, right? Either way, he now has spent half of his career being a bully, I think. Yeah. So, fuck him. I'm not, I'm, you know. But like I said, he's attacked. Like I said, I don't want to deal with all the bootlickers. You got to put hands on him. And, yeah, I know. Yes, you got to watch what you say and to whom what you say about there is a gift in being able to make fun of people, to be able to tell jokes without being a dick. He has lost the ability or chosen to ignore it. Something, anything. I don't care. Like I said, this is the energy I have after work, which is why we have to have Justin on and you're out of work a little sooner and everyone can, you know, everyone can kind of get some food in them because if you leave it up to me, this is now the program. You need to bring the jail on. The jail is also the other angriest person possible. But Oh, yeah. Yes. No, we need to have Nijail on. It's been be, so long. We need to have Nijail on. Right. So that's the other um, angriest, uh, the other angry person. But, yeah, that's just me. So it's just like, that's all I have. Like, I'm like, I'm trying to think about what, what's going on. What am I playing? I bought too many. Um, oh, yeah. I bought too many CMUs on switch i bought a redacted number of them over the course of a weekend with my first major paycheck from my job and um yeah uh i didn't realize that the switch had all the ps4 games for the most part that i missed because i didn't have a ps4 and ps4 ps5 doesn't care about ps4's life so it's like you know neither are viable so I didn't get PS4, and I, so now I'm on Switch, just kind of buying all these PS4 games, <laughs> all these shooting, all these um CMUs, shoot 'em ups, because shmups is a terrible word. Fucking hate it. It's a terrible word. Um, I gave up when I had saw that there was actually a shmups collection, volume one and two, which is just shmups collection, and I was like, no, oh, I hate right. it. Um, I shoot 'em up. Hate it. Shoot 'em up phonetically should be CMU. Um, it sounds better, um, than shmup. 
Schmuck is a terrible word. Um, worse than, sounds like schmuck. Right. Schmuck is not a good word. Right behind Metro. It's actually ahead of Metroidvania in terms of the horrible choice of words to describe a game genre. Which almost all Metroidvania described games are not Metroidvania games. That, I Never mind. Oh, we've That's just, an argument. They're neither like Metroid or Castlevania. I mean, you've, I mean, I don't know. Like I said, I prefer um, 2D exploration. Um, apparently, we've got places to go and people to see, so we just call it Metroidvania. Um, I think 2D exploration hits the ear right. Um, I also think Semu um, hits the ear right um, better than Shmup. Shoot em up, Semu, shoot em up. I don't get it. But, um, yes, I bought too many of them. Um, I am finishing up Rune Factory 5, which is a fucking delightful game. And if you like, if if you're a fan of the farming dating sim without, um, even though like you can't really customize your character, but you can customize your play style. Um, so if you're, if you're fine with that, it's a great, great game. Strong recommend. As per usual, I play Fist class weapons apparently in all my games i'm still finishing up elden ring um and fucking 13 sentinels had their u.s drop finally and i'm just crying because i need to play it and i just don't have time and i fucking need to play it i wish i had gotten a physical copy so i can give it to you i'm not saying i don't like the game but i didn't realize it was a visual novel I I thought it was want... a real time strategy game, kind of like Triangle Strategy, more like oh. that. It's a visual novel, full stop. Yeah, and, no, I and a good I want one, a but copy. It, right. and I do want that's what that is one I do want a physical copy for, like pretty bad. Um, because uh, a, a lot of those games are just like hard to find, like after a certain point in time. So that one specifically, I do want a physical copy for my um my uh my collection self strong want strong wants uh we'll we'll see what we can do because i think you get them you get a lot out of 13 13 sentinels has the best batshit story i've it's one of the better batshit stories where it's like i didn't think that they would i it's it's um you jump in and out of different characters um, narratives and I didn't think that they would be able to continuously provide a plot twist every single time we dip into a character's existence. Every single time. Every single time. And there are. Oh, I say. Outside of being able to get away with like some really risque artwork, like Vanillaware is really good at that kind of stuff narratively. They've um laid off of the uh, because the cast is mostly children. There are infinitely less um ass and titties in this game, even though it's a vanillaware game. Um, <laughs> less distracting ass and titties. <laughs> I mean, they do this thing where it's like they're now so something like dragon is it dragon crown? Yeah, dragon crown. Okay, 
Dragon Crown's one Dra- of them. Dragon Crown is a type of game that weirdly bypasses all reason and communicates with your genitals from time to time while you're playing in a way that's very uncomfortable because you didn't allow this. Like, you don't even understand how it got access code. Like, there are no windows in the room. Like, how is it in the room with my genitals talking to it? Who allowed this? <laughs> Like, what are you guys even talking about? And then and then Dragon Crown's like, nothing. And then leaves the room quietly. And I'm just like, okay. Um, <laughs> that's weird. And it does that often because it just it just has this ma- magical art style that is pure magic and absolutely bypasses all of my disdain for sexualization in games I play. Yeah, I definitely have that problem with that series as well, where I'm like, I genuinely hate this stuff. Oh, my God, the artwork is amazing. Right. Like, the artwork is by the artwork is so amazing. It's bypassing my this is extremely problematic. And why are there tits out? uh, Right. It is truly fascinating artwork. Um uh my i i will talk about odin sphere till like the day i die like i fucking love that game um it ages okay (laughs) like the gameplay ages great the 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 story and some of the design choices i'm like but you know like one of one of the characters is like a fairy and she's a very youthful fairy and like her outfit it's okay like it's not her outfit's really cute it covers everything it's fine like the outfit is fine it's like typical like fairy leotard chic her mother her mother the queen titania man big ass dress with tits all the way out yes that's what happens um in 13 (laughs) sentinels is everyone is very cute and whoever is of legal drinking age um the first person you see is uh you have a nurse who's grown or grown enough and she has just all ass and titties so much that she sits with her arms folded but her titties just sit over her (laughs) arms that are folded like they both just sit there they sit under and she's just and she does and it's one of those things where it's just like she doesn't have you ever seen someone with you ever seen someone with titties that sit on the table even when they're not trying to put them on the table Yes, right. they're just they're just in a relaxed position, and, it, and then the boobs are just there. Right, the things are thanging in a way that you can tell that they have zero control over it. They're just they're they're not they're just like they're just cohabitating with the titties that they have and doing the best they can. Right, and it's unique on them where they can do that, and I'm so and like they have the ability to draw the proportions that make it not look childish, if that makes sense. So someone with a perfectly round, shiny ass will also have the appropriate back muscles, hip shape, thigh shape, and leg shape, so that the entire body lends itself to this perfectly round ass cheek. And you're like, man, they really went through the great lines. They even made this person broad shoulder, like somebody with this much ass and hips and thighs would be. And now I'm sitting here looking at this naked, shiny person, and I'm like, well, fuck. I think I'm turned on. Shit. Also, the story is really, really good. Right. They do yeah, it. No, they, 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 they might be top five developers because they, they're definitely a top five development house on principle. 13 Sentinels avoids it because the cast is mostly children. 
and um, there is not the, there. Is, it's a visual novel, and there is no um, dragon crown, Odin sphere type combat to speak of. So you no side scroller combat. No side scrolling. It's a visual novel. You are unraveling the mysteries of these kids, and um, the um, and the combat is a very very pared down real time strategy, almost problematically so. Um, but because it's an it's a visual novel, I'm fine with it. Like it's one of those things where I set it to easy because I don't think this is good, but this is not the point of the game. So you set the side, you set it to easy, and you kind of keep it moving. And the story is what's driving you forward to the point where you're just like, I'll just deal with this. You'll see when you play it. I actually want your opinion on it. It's still a very good game. Very interesting, very well written. Yeah, they're, um, they're, a sm- they're pretty, like, as far as dev companies go, they're generally pretty small. Right. Um, and uh, it's part of why they only come out with games, like, every, like, there's a lot of time in between their games. Um, there's also a lot of art. There's also a lot of who like a lot of companies who try to like mimic their very unique art style. And I always like look at that and I'm like, mm, I hope that artist got paid. <laughs> like, I hope they're on the same team and I hope they got paid. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll sort that out. Um, but yeah, they're, they're, they, uh, if you're listening, just look up Dragon Crown on your Google, and like I said, don't do it in public because it's a weird feeling when you look at Dragon oh, Crown. Yeah, it's no, a weird it feeling. Is... It doesn't matter who you like. It doesn't matter your sexual orientation. It'll get you. It is their gift. It is. what I think Justin called it equal opportunity ass. Right. Every uh, There are so many different types of bodies represented perfectly. And um, like I said, it doesn't. It, you you would be surprised. There's something for everybody. Yes, Vanillaware <laughs> will Vanillaware will have a conversation with your genitals, even if it's just <laughs> handing it a pamphlet. It's just it's <laughs> like, not. It's did not, you know? Right? Have you have you heard about the glories of Vanillaware artwork? Um, we're not here to put any pressure on you. Just wanted to hand you a pamphlet, and there's a you'll see there's a little number there and an email if you want to contact us. But when you're ready, no problem. And then again, it's like, how did you get in here? Have a good day, yeah. sir. I'll be showing myself out. <laughs> beautiful artwork, beautifully problematic artwork. Beautifully problematic it is artwork. a, it is a fucking, pro- it is emphasis on the problematic. Um, but they, uh, yeah, they, they, they also do a lot of like experimental like formats, um, with their risque artwork but they do some like pretty experimental formats and i yeah i've been waiting for this game for a while i'm like i'm like it's max it's a story it's vanilla wear artwork let's go because like it's it's all like a very like watercolory sort of artwork and it just the colors are so good and like that is like my thing when i look at art is like the colors and like the gradients and i'm a sucker for anything that mirrors watercolors like at all especially in video games huge huge sucker for anything that mimics um uh uh, tactile art like art mediums so that is the game that i want um yeah that's about it i have i'm i'm finishing up the raid tier and i'm gonna be like a free agent for raiding my static is like 
like thing. I've been I've been serious pro gamer, and so like I can I can now like relax and like play other games and like get get shit done. So I'm a little I'm a little excited. My free time is happening. All right, then I will recommend some um, CMUs for you because uh, I played a few that I actually think you would like. I um played the hardest one I've ever played in my life. There's a game called um Layer Layer Attack. It's like Ray Force for Sega Saturn. It's the only it's it's um it's got the uh double whammy of having no dynamic ship control. So you move the stick, you move only one speed with a big fat ship hitbox and no bomb clearing attack to spare yourself. So sometimes you get lit up and that's it. And it has a rewind feature now. And you can rewind it and still get hit. And you rewind it and get hit again. It's just like Edge of Tomorrow where you just get lit up over and over and over again. And there's no way to avoid it by by rewinding whole encounters. And it's far and away the hardest. But also I think it's because of poor design. And it's so it's so wild that I want you to see it. But actually there's one called um, Andradunos 2. That one I think you would like. That is the... That is a sequel to an old Neo Geo. I swear to God, I I can't resist these old Neo Geo, these old Sega Saturn games. When I used to get my electronic gaming monthly, and they would talk about all these games that were like only Jap- Japan. They were not just Japanese, not just Saturn specific, but region specific. So it was like you had to have a Japanese Sega Saturn to play it. You had to have a Neo Geo, a Japanese Neo Geo CD to play it. And now I see these games just sitting there for fourteen dollars, and I can't, I can't resist. I might. You have to do it. it. You have to do it. I, 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 I see. It's okay. I was, I was, I actually went out into the real world, and I was at like Pink Gorilla looking for uh, PSP Vitas. So like, I can't say shit. Oh yeah, that's what I mean. It's just, it's. I don't know. It's, it's. We're in this weird place where gaming is now condensed. We see the new stuff, play the current stuff, but remember the old stuff. I cannot tell you why. I remember there's a um, there's a game called Glaylancer that's just like an old arcade game that I remember seeing in like a Maryland rest stop on a school trip that came out like four months ago, and I bought it. And I'm like, gaming is now like one concurrent, one just con- concurrent space and time. I don't know if it's like that for you, where you remember all the games all at once now. I mean, I don't I remember a lot of games. Right. And it's like to the point where there's nothing that's too old because you haven't forgotten it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. And I, I kind of live in old in classic games anyway. So that is true. Right. So I just it just it just I'm in this space where now I'm buying new games and I'm also buying old games like i bought um um what's it called i forgot what it was called the um there's the one abe's odd world game where you play as a bounty hunter do you know that one yes right they re-released that one um they re-released that game i mentioned power slave <laughs> where you play as the marine yes! you play as the u.s marine that becomes the king of the hoteps to defend Egyptian Egyptian gods from aliens. Like I remember all this shit, and they bring it to me. So now it's like you know they remaster Power Slave and like two thousand people care. 
but I'm one of them. gotta do my last raid with my static i'm gonna go kill a, a discount a la card for the last time leave with that my leave listen leave <laughs> vampires alone it's hard vampires are very top heavy is a very top I, heavy thing we only know a few vampires and it's hard to carve out your own vampire niche in a world with a la carte being beautiful at the top of the I'm food chain, King this Glorious. Is, this is budget version Alucard. It's not budget version Alucard. Not everyone asking to catch this book in the kneecap. Not everyone can give you everything like Alucard can. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Good night. In fact, that's all we're saying. We'll catch you guys later. Thank you guys for listening. Have a pleasant night.